This is a podcast. Brothers, brothers, we're happy singing and we're colored. Colored, we're happy singing and we're brothers. Brothers, we're happy singing and we're colored. Colored, we're happy singing and we're brothers. Brothers, we're happy singing and we're colored. Colored, we're happy singing and we're brothers. Brothers, we're happy singing and we're colored. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Fresco. And it's your boy Flaw 700. And this is your girl Kayla. And we are the Podcast Brothers Podcast. What? Hitting you in the face with episode 95. Oh, wow. (laughs) Episode 95. Wow. Five away from 100. Word. We gonna make it. We gonna make it. We gonna make it. I learned the game quickly, and now I like the rent. So when I fly now, bring no cars on the plane with me, nigga. Yeah, yeah. Five episodes away from a hundred, man. Um, for those of you who don't know, once again, I'm Fresco. You can follow your boy on Twitter at Fresco Ben Famous. That's B I N Famous, and on Instagram at Fresco Fame. Kayla, you your socials? Oh, sure. This is Kayla. You can follow me on Twitter at vitamin underscore K-A-I. And then what's the other one? Instagram at underscore killer underscore K-A-I. Yeah. And I'm Flaw 700 on anything, especially IG right now. I'm trying to get my <laughs> IG popping, man. I'm trying to get that IG TV thing going, man. That's the next big thing. So question for the common good. Did you delete your personal page or not? Because I remember you were saying that you was going to delete it, but then I was like, well, why would so you do that? So they got like seven. Yo, I just tweeted yesterday. I hate my mother. If you <laughs> use your Zodiac sign as an explanation as to why you do this or that, shut your ass man. up. Nobody give a damn about two, that. Shut up. That's is, not a reason. What I'm saying is, on Monday, I'd be like, fuck it. On Tuesday, I'd be like, oh, I miss it. I'm nigga, mad. Nigga, everybody does that. <laughs> I'm a Gemini. I know, but... What the? I really that? was just on some... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. I'm a Taurus, so I can't relate anyway. I don't know about Taurus. I'm a Sagittarius, so I eat Tuesburgers on... Cheeseburgers on Wednesdays. Shut, shut <laughs> the shit up. Shut the shit up, man. Boy, if you don't get... But now, nah, yeah, I'm I'm back on IG trying to get my IG TV popping, man. And um, you was wilding with that Kawhi Leonard shit. But anyway, go ahead. Definitely wasn't. We'll say that for another day. All this right. isn't a sports podcast. Mm-hmm. So I got a few announcements, man. Um, there's some things that we haven't been doing. That's letting you guys know that you can go to Facebook and like our page, man. The Podcast Brothers. You'll find uh, all our episodes and everything that nature. Please. So if you're a Facebook head, a lot of people don't do Twitter. I think we do heavy on Twitter, Instagram. You know we what? don't give enough love to Facebook people. I just don't do. Fa- I'm not. A fa- I'm, I don't really enjoy Facebook as much as I enjoy the other social medias. Yeah, Ditto. I don't really care for the book. But no. if you do like us on Facebook, <laughs> but oh. it's there. Absolutely, go check out the page. Absolutely. Also, we have um, a group where you know we uh, laugh and joke and actually come up with ideas for the show. It's called Audio Fam Network. So um, search for that hashtag Audio Fam AFM. And speaking of that, we are part of the Audio Fam Network. No longer TPBPN. I think that, I think I got it right. I think you did. Yeah. So we are the Audio Fam. Shout out the Audio Fam. Facts. Um, Thebrotherspod.com. Facts. You can find us on all media platforms except 
Spotify. Yeah. Well, let me talk about that though. Let me talk about that. If we go into it. He can never just say except Spotify me, without going in. Let me talk about on it on Spotify. Quick. Huh? No, no. Go ahead. No, 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 let Please. me talk about it real quick, right? Please. <laughs> Spotify wasn't podcast heavy at first, and then they opened the gates, and then the um the program that we on, which is Spreaker, um, got like one of the first jumps on it. So I hit the button. Boom. Mm. <laughs> You about to get on Spotify. <laughs> and then everybody else tried to get on Spotify. Mm-hmm. How do I know that I pushed the button before a lot of other people? Because it said, uh, when um, Spotify will review this, they'll get back to you when they want to let you on. Mm-hmm. So I start putting other net, I start putting other shows from the network on, and it was just like, all right, hold on. You got to wait six weeks. We experienced, you know, more podcast traffic. Yeah, they weren't ready for all that traffic coming. Right. But I knew the podcast brothers got on before they did what they did. So why you was talking so much shit about them niggas for so long? I'm about to get to it. So. I, that's the part I want to know. It was, it's been about eight weeks. It's been about eight weeks, right? Mm-hmm. I go to Spotify. No matter of fact, I was hating on a lot of podcasters this week because they was on Spotify. I'm like, fuck y'all. <laughs> I saw but y'all that. my mans. <laughs> y'all right. my I mans. The, ooh, shade. <laughs> but f- this shit is. All right, Cool. So I go on Spreaker to check to see, you know, what it would possibly say. And it said, oh, you've been approved for Spotify. I said, oh, okay. About motherfucking time. How many, how many weeks later but, um, was that? Eight. But okay. I'm mad because Spotify wasn't a podcast platform. So we could have jumped on it early. Now, by the time we get on, it's going to be just like everything else. Right. You got to fight for position. That's what I was mad about. But make a long story short, we're still not on. <laughs> the entire audio fam network is on but us. Wow. <laughs> That's fucked up. And I pushed our show first. I mean, why wouldn't I? <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, but, damn, that's crazy. What Spotify got going on? They probably heard you talking shit. I thought about that. Nigga. I thought about that. <laughs> they probably heard your ass. I Listen, thought about that. I told you a long time ago, don't denounce anyone on this motherfucker because you don't know later mm-hmm. on. Yeah. I think I think somebody at the Spotify office heard it. I think they heard me say, "Oh, oh a little fake." Because it makes no sense. A little fifty cent, little want to talk shit, huh? Get the strap. Get the strap. So if you go to your show, <laughs> if you if you are a Spotify subscriber, tap in Audio Fam Network and, and check all, out the rest of the other yeah. uh, shows on the network. Since Flaw obviously got us blackballed from fucking with Spotify, <laughs> so they ain't putting niggas on, but they put anybody else on. But it's all good, you know. We everywhere. Else. We 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 gonna be okay because I was I was Spotify. Anyway. I don't even have Spotify anyway, so fuck Spotify. Spotify is heavy though. I think nah. Uh, yeah. Keep it a buck. Yeah. Spotify See, is listen, like second to Apple or first. I think Spotify, Spotify is like number one, number two. Spotify do numbers. Yo. Yeah, I think Spotify is like the they really do number one, number two media giant. But I wonder why people go do big numbers on Spotify, no other social media platform. Because everybody, I mean, not social media, just uh, other streaming platforms. Everybody's using Spotify. Yeah, but, oh, yeah, I I guess. I don't know. um, This is like a world of people that just use Spotify and nothing else. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's true, yeah. But that's enough about that. We'll get on soon. Salute to everybody that got on. Speaking of streams, Drake shit did 10 billion streams. That's crazy. But what does that mean? What does that mean, though? I don't know, but that's just a lot. It sound dope, but you be like... How does that I did a quantify? billion streams. How much money? Like, did you, like you know what I'm saying? Like, a certain I, amount of streams equivalates to one album sale, but... I get that. It's still 10 billion streams. That's a lot. It sounds good. 
Of course it sounds good. It's t- 10 billion of anything. It's like, wow, that's a fucking lot. I, I, I get what you're saying, you but I'm saying 10 billion roaches. Damn, they nigga. They, they should have put that price tag. <laughs> you got know? 10 billion roaches in this motherfucker. Where you, where you lay down at? <laughs> I'm just saying they could have put his price tag next to it, too. Like, oh, 10 billion streams, straight just because I just want, listen, stream all you want. I I don't understand streams. I just don't because it's like you got to get like a thousand plays no, on one not, stream or something. Is that much? I don't know. I don't but think it's that much. I don't, I don't know. But before we keep going on, and on like, we nah. got a uh, we got a special guest in the building. Always saw some extra shit up, bro. I'm gonna let uh, Kayla introduce the guest. <laughs> Matter of fact, last time Kayla was here, she let the guests introduce themselves. Did we figure this out? How do we want to do this, Kayla? Yeah, because you kind of dropped the. I damn sure didn't drop the ball. But you picked it back up after you dropped it. How about that? I guess whatever. Fumble picked it up and ran for the <laughs> touchdown. Right. <laughs> whatever. Recovery. All right, so. The gentleman that we have here with us today, I have known this gentleman for, gosh darn, at least 10 years. I've known you since I was about 14, 13. So at least 10 years. Um, I always wanted to come to your fights, but I couldn't because I I was a fucking young bull (laughs) and I couldn't get into the Blue Horizon because I was too young. Is that that what it's called, right? um, I I turned pro at the Blue Horizon. Yeah. Could never go to the shows because I was a fucking young bull. Um, I've been following, of course, I've known you for years. Um, just watching you on social media recently. You know, I haven't seen you in person in years, but you know, here and there we interact on social media. And I'm just like, damn, he's really doing the damn thing. And it's been cool to watch you grow over the years, you know, and I guess like transitioning from being a fighter to, you know, being a trainer and working with your clients and everything. Mm-hmm. I think it's awesome. So when I was, you know, trying to, Think of different people to bring on the show. You know, someone who's, um, of course, always trying to bring back stuff to health. Um, you know, someone who's somewhat related to the health world. Someone who's doing something positive in the city of Philadelphia. Because Philly always gets the rap for a bunch of riffraff going on in the city. But, <laughs> sure. yeah. Um, but you're doing something positive. Um, and you're not weird. Like, you a cool guy. So, <laughs> you was, when I was, like I said, when I was trying to think of people to bring on the show you were definitely one of the first people that popped up in my head so i was I like that. uh thank you for coming on the show greg tell the people who you are um greg hackett uh fighter coach commentator um <laughs> some say comedian um some people say i give up relationship advice i don't know I don't oh. want to say that. Multifaceted. Oh. <laughs> the man of many trades. The right. man What's of many hats. So that they can um, find Greg you. Hackett 86 on Instagram and uh Greg Hackett on Facebook. All right. Definitely appreciate you coming through, brother. Absolutely. I, I, but just so you, you know, man. we got a big market in Philly, so you you know what I mean? Your thanks for people's having gonna me. hear this. So appreciate that, y'all. They got a nice thing going on. Yeah, thanks. Spell so, spell Greg Hackett on Instagram. G-R-E-G Greg H A C K E T T. Okay. So we like to start off the show with how our weeks were. And since we rambled on, we can actually start with the guests. Just tell just tell them how your last seven days went. Um always it's always a surprise. It's never uh, anything organized for me or planned. So this week, I would say, was an up and down week. Like, it's just <laughs> yeah, when I kept week. hitting you up, I'm like trying to schedule you. He's like, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I'm like, yeah, let me get never... this nigga in this month before he'll be back in Cali. You it's... know, I get a, I see a Buenos Dias video on Instagram, but then six hours later, this nigga in California. Moves are being made. <laughs> I'm just trying to, I don't know. The time kind of take you, so it's like... Um, I don't know. I can't. I don't like to organize nothing. I'm bad at organizing. I always been. 
I don't know why. I get I just, that. I prefer not to be bound to a schedule. It becomes mundane after yeah, a while. I was like, I don't want to do this shit. I mean, I have a schedule, but it's like, it's doing what I it's love flexible. to do. flexible. Right. Yeah, so... But I don't know where I'll end up. That's this, it's that kind of thing. That's what's up. Well, once again, man, thanks for coming through on the show, man. Appreciate y'all. Uh, where you, you want to start it up? Are you want to start it off with Mr. Hackett or you want to go jump into the topics? How was my week? How was, our How week? was your Damn, week? Damn, Gina, with your, was high <laughs> <laughs> with your high ass. your high ass. Fuck about, everybody else. I, about, I ain't say nothing about my week either. I'm sorry. I forgot about everybody's week. I actually have a week that I want to talk you about. Do? Normally, your week's is trash, like, but go ahead. It's okay. Was corny. You go first, Flo. You want me to go first? Yeah, yeah. Okay. My bad, um, guys. Nah, I took notes. Because the reason why my weeks be trash, because I be forgetting what I did the week. Oh, my so gosh. I actually wrote down what I did. And you don't get high so what's that say about <laughs> right you? so i started off the week me and my fiance we watched a movie called a quiet place i think you saw that too kayla oh. it was trash wasn't it no nah, it wasn't trash nah wasn't trash. i just enjoyed being negative to start i'm sorry <laughs> but you said you've seen it though no i don't, didn't. Know. I don't, I don't know what the fuck that is well it's the movie is about a it's, it just starts off as a family and it's just them, man. They can't make noise. They got to speak sign language. Then. Oh, I I'm didn't so see that. Good. I didn't yeah. see that movie. I'm so glad I you saw because I was going to mention that too. I watched it this week too. Yeah. I seen that movie like two months ago. What the fuck? What? <laughs> Better late than never. Yeah, but I just seen it. Right. So, and I'm, I'm watching this movie like kill me. I'm not living like this. Like they actually had to just use sign language and they couldn't make no noise. Then he gets old girl knocked up. She's pregnant. Like how is that going on? I know. It's like, and I kind of thought about like the Walking Dead. Like why are y'all reproducing at a time like this? Listen, right. man, I'm just like, bro, it's the end of the world. Like at least let me enjoy some pussy. Like, Pull out. I didn't say you couldn't get enough. <laughs> Pull just, out. Man. I'm just. Would you? We could die tomorrow. Nah. But who and wants you, to watch their children die? Yeah. You know, like I could die tomorrow, and I didn't enjoy ejaculating in this fine piece of thing. That's uh, it. Be my last regret. <laughs> it be my last sense of enjoyment. You were living in fear. Bed. You on your deathbed. I shouldn't have pulled out. That was terrible. <laughs> the, the, um, the deaf daughter got on my damn nerves though, because because I heard that the little brother got killed. That was pretty fucked up. That, that shit pissed me off. That was a boy. I say acting, the first, acting. The first kid that died. Yeah, this the son. Um, mm-hmm. when she gave him the batteries to the uh, shuttle. Yeah, <sighs> bitch. Why would you do that? <laughs> hey, yo, a quiet place didn't give no fucks. They was killing kids and anything. I know, but I did like how they would kill the specific source of the noise and not like everybody. Because that's like everything what, around the noise, right? Yeah, I was like, yo, that shit was crazy. I was thinking like, kill me too, though, when I yeah, said that. Yeah, like, shit I'm not living like that. We, like, we, we doing the Chris Benoit. Like, I'm killing my kids, my girl, and then oh, I'm hanging man. myself. Wow, like, wow. I don't that's pretty far, bro. Chris Benoit, you just... I'm pulling a Chris Benoit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, he did that. Then I watched Netflix. I was watching this documentary called Drug Lords. It's on Netflix. I watched uh, Pablo Escobar, uh, Frank Lucas, El Chapo. Um, uh, it's, it's, I guess these dudes be, like, obsessed with power because every show was just, like, they were raking in billions, and they still was doing it. It's like you get a certain piece of, you get a certain amount of bread. You might want to think that, hey, you know what? Let me dip. Nobody's looking for me. Like these dudes be doing decade long runs of cocaine. I uh, tell them, quit for what? Like this is the only life I, I, I know. Like they can't. They can't. I feel because, like they can't, can't either. They? It's they because it's uh, uh, just like Ho said. Uh, damn, what he saying on that song? How you know what Ho said? Guess it's, 
the, uh, the, the, uh, the irony of selling drugs is sort of like using it, I guess. It's two sides to what substance abuse is. Yeah, okay, okay, you're right, you're right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's the same thing. You got that. Thank but, you. Yeah, but as I was watching it, of course, I'm broke, so I'm like, damn, if I made a million dollars a week, <laughs> that's all I need. All I would need, right? right. All so, I need is one So that's me talking from my couch. But <laughs> when you in the game, I guess you're in the game, because these dudes was making billions and they just couldn't leave until they either got caught or whatever you know what i'm saying so the game ain't over until somebody takes the crown from the king and then <laughs> feel me i watched slain that called, dope. Uh, i was nah, just watching i was watching i watched this movie called rampage and y'all was watching a little bit with me i buried this movie when it first came out the rock Rampage, and I'm like, yo, why is The Rock doing sci-fi movies? Like, it, it, it just looked terrible. He's fighting a giant gorilla, a flying uh, wolf, and some sea creature. It looked straight from sci-fi, son. It, <laughs> like, it was originally a video game, right? Rampage. I wanted to yeah. get to that. The reason why I buried it, because I'm like, yo, everything Rampage is trash. The mm. rapper Rampage was trash. <laughs> the wrestler Rampage was trash. The video game Rampage not, was not, trash. Not the UFC fighter. Not the uh, UFC Rampage fighter Jackson. Rampage. Yeah, he ain't what? trash. I mean, what? all the videos I've seen, <laughs> he got his trash. ass beat. So. What? I'm just not. Rampage was dope. I, like, I was about to say, who you wilding out? Rampage was dope. Okay. But that's about it. And he didn't cross my mind when I'm thinking Rampage. But I want to give Rock a shout out. Because if you remember episode one. I was, I, I was, that's why I started laughing when you started mentioning it. If you remember episode yeah. one, I said The Rock plays a white man in all his movies. Yep. And in this movie, his name was David Okoy. Now, I don't know. Sounds, <laughs> it doesn't sound white. So I'm, I'm going to go on a limb and say he actually maybe wasn't white. He didn't have any white children. The lead was a black woman. So ah. did you enjoy the fucking movie? I enjoyed the movie. It's pretty dope. But, okay. <laughs> But what I'm saying is that movie came out months ago and I buried it when I first seen it because I'm like, what, Rampage? Bro, come on. Like, son. I thought it was a pretty good movie. I mean... Oh, you seen it? Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it on Firestick. Mm-hmm. But I've seen it. <laughs> it was pretty, pre- pretty dope movie, man. Um, My last thing that happened to me, I had got a check in the mail. How much, how much we got? 174. 174. It was uh, unexpected. Shit. This was something. Going Where on. the bottles at then? What the fuck? That must have just came today. It was something going on with Aaron's. If y'all familiar with Aaron's, it's the spot that you rent TV. Oh, Aaron's. From. Okay, yeah. I was renting from there, and I guess they was overcharging people, and I guess I was one of the ones. True. And I was like, I wasn't even thinking about it. They sent me these letters like years ago, and I finally got checked. Like, Run okay. me my money, bitch. So yeah, that was they owe you more than that. Congratulations. The niggas hey. who cut you, the niggas who cut you the check, took money that you was really supposed to get to. Listen, they cheating. They are cheating. When you get one seventy four, just out the blue, I'll take money's it. money. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, you right. Respect it. You right. That was my week though. I was just watching TV, man. Go ahead, Kayla. My week was fine. Um. I've been going on job interviews. I'm waiting to hear back from one. I really need a new fucking job because I'm tired of being poor. Um, I did get some really good news. My cousin, she currently has a business and she asked me to be her business partner. So that should be lit. I'm actually going to bring her in two weeks to talk about that. So be on the lookout for that. And y'all better support me, listeners. Um, What are we bullying? 
I, I, I don't want to ruin the surprise. But we got to support. What if <laughs> we supporting some shit well, we don't know? How about this? I will. So I'll just let y'all know that I have an up and coming business. And then when she comes, we'll talk about it. Y'all got to support it today because it's not completely off the ground yet. I got you. But that's coming. Y'all going to hear about that in two weeks. Okay. Um, I did. I also, like I said, I also watched, um, what's it called? A Quiet Place. A quiet I don't place. do scary movies. I was terrified. I told my friend, look, we got all lights on, whole family in the living room. It was me, her, her son, her sister, her mom. I'm like, I need everybody present. Like, Grow I can't. Up. I'm a punk. I lasted the whole Clearly. movie. Clearly. I looked away like twice, but I did good. I did oh, good. Um, I just hated the ending. I'm mad that it ended so abrupt. Like it was just they killed the monster. Um, but the daughter used her um her earpiece to kill the monster. Yeah, and then all the other monsters was running, and then it was over. Like what? Our apologies for those who didn't see the movie yet. Nobody was really thinking about this movie to be honest with you. It's some shit that you just come across like, hey, let's watch this. Yeah, it's one of those low key. I feel like it didn't get that much. Like I remember seeing commercials and shit for it, but I feel like it wasn't one of those like heavily. Right, advertised movies, but it was a good movie. I laughed. I think it. that shit came out the week after Black Panther came out. Like, no, well, there goes that. That's me? why shit <laughs> nobody was fell by the wayside. Um, and then let me see. Oh, and then lastly, tomorrow I'll be going to the Carefree Black Girl Cookout. Shout out to the Carefree Black Girl Podcast. Shout They're out. based out of New York. Um, I want to say Brooklyn. Sorry if it's the Bronx. I'll be getting the bees mixed up. Please don't, don't bring that. Please don't get us hurt, Kayla. <laughs> I want to say they're from Brooklyn, though. I want, or they're at least based out of Brooklyn. So shout out to them. I've seen that they've been having the podcast. I'm sorry, the um, the Carefree Black Girl Cookouts, like all over the country. So they'll that's be in tomorrow. City tomorrow, yeah. Oh, Rain or dope. shine, my ass will be there. Yeah, it's yeah. supposed to rain like for the rest of the month out this bitch. Good, cause it's been fucking hot. I'm sick of being it's still hot. gonna be hot. It's just gonna be raining. Uh, I'd be yeah, sick of it. it. Yeah, but that was my week. It was chills. How about your week, Fresco? Um, my week was very regular. I worked, I did my daddy duties, and I tried to get as much sleep as possible. That's it. I need to change my diet, son. Something ain't right. Yep. Something ain't right, man. You need to do a good cleanse. I just feel mad sluggish a lot. Like it ain't because I smoke, because that's regular. But yeah. anything but that, right? <laughs> yeah, it's anything but that. <laughs> but I just, I just know I need to eat because the shit don't. I just don't. It don't even taste the same no more. Like speaking of that smoking, I definitely had to cut back on that. I mean, I haven't stopped. I'd be damned if I stopped. <laughs> um, but I definitely cut back on this stuff because I felt because you just reminded me of saying sluggish. Like it never. It's never like cut into my productivity or anything. But I just. I know I felt so like I was just tired I was tired of like just sitting around like right. getting high as fuck all the time right so I've definitely cut back on it but I still you know have my minimum blunt a day you know <laughs> but uh you know at least one a day yeah <laughs> and it's at the most lackadaisical time of the day yeah. like for me mostly yeah and it's hot too that might be a reason why you're feeling sluggish nah I just I just I don't I'm not I'm not, I don't like the way I eat like I just well, eat what's like that. Nah, because it's like buying the like the good shit is expensive. It doesn't like, have to be, but it is. You got to know where to go. See, I don't have time for all that. I'm hungry. 
Well, then, nigga, keep eating like shit. And Can keep I keep talking about my fucking week? Go ahead. Do you think, chicken wing? <laughs> All right. I'm going to get some of those shits for the Chinese, though. Who really? <laughs> You're dirty. Anyway, <laughs> 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 You're fucking hey, dirty. Let me get three wings, man. <laughs> Hurry up. Slap the shit out three, but nah. uh, fucking cat um, So, yeah, I've been thinking about different ways to um, switch up my diet and um, go about eating a little cleaner. Um, I'm getting deep. I'm still reading these Game of Thrones books. It's crazy, yo. This story is amazing. Like, the fact that this guy just drew, uh, not drew, uh, wrote this fucking story, it's crazy. And in the time period in which he decided to write it in, it's amazing. I really love this show. When the season starts again, I'm trying to go to, like, fucking season premiere, like, Game Game of Thrones season eight. I'm going to be one of the motherfuckers in the crowd with a fucking Night's Watch outfit on and a wig all black. <laughs> What? Liz, that's my nice watch outfit. Thank you. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm a part of the nice watch. But anyway, so I've been getting deep into them books. Um, you know, I haven't been watching TV, right? I haven't been watching any TV. When I do turn the TV on, I turn to something that I want to watch. Right? But I don't just aimlessly flick through the TV anymore. I'm so behind on shit. I'm behind on the Trump shit. I just heard he said some shit. About the U.S. when he was over in Russia, never really got the full story. Just got the headline, mm-hmm. some shit about a a gas line blowing up in New York. Yeah. It's a lot of shit happening, but I was like, I'm catching it all in passing. It's weird, but um, again, my week was regular. I just wanted to bring up those few short points on the things that I come across during my week. But I'm definitely going to clean my diet up. But since we got a boxer in the building, I'm asking this man some tips. Flaw what at you, but you you ain't a boxer. Oh, just saying you're not ass in <laughs> shit. I've been seeing you in the gym though. I seen your he's, post. He's starting. I'm not hating. <laughs> I'm saying he's starting. But yeah, I actually started yeah. going to the gym like five in the morning now, and it's crazy Yikes. because I got so much energy. Like I don't need call. Like I don't need nothing. Like I thought by me waking up early, I would be mad tired. Like I've been up since four fifteen this morning. Mm-hmm. Two days in a row. After the gym, I come home real quick, shower, and I go to work. But in 10 hours there, come back, and I'm good. But when I lay down, I'm done. Yeah. But if I'm up, I'm, like up. A bed. I'm, I'm good with that, man. That's what's up. That sounds like good energy. Yeah. But before, Kayla, I'm pretty sure you forgot. We got a lot to talk about. But you wanted to talk about this STD thing? Oh, yes, Lord. My goodness. Shout out to um Avery. She actually showed or added me in this on um we need to know about this yeah on twitter so y'all know i'm corny i'm all about the health shit and with the work i do sex facts all day on twitter (laughs) yeah i focus on like sexual health and reproductive health yada yada so there is this bacteria it's called mycoplasma genitalium this is a sexually transmitted bacteria is one of the world's tiniest Organisms and it's mutating faster than doctors can properly test and treat it. Um, it's slated to become resistant to antibiotics in 2025. So that's like seven years, T minus seven years. Um, now, usually, antibi- I'm sorry, um, bacteria become uh, resistant to antibiotics uh, through mutations. And usually it becomes resistant because people aren't taking their medication. They don't complete their uh, regimen of mm-hmm. antibiotics. Uh, gonorrhea, another, well, obviously that's the common, one of the common STDs. That's also um, 
another STD that's on that's slated to become resistant to antibiotics because people aren't fucking taking their medication. So, but the issue with um, with this whatever it's called mycoplasma genitalium, one like I said, they well they just scientists just they've known about it since the eighties. They just figured out in 2015 that it's transmitted sexually. Why the fuck it took them that long to figure it out blows me. But, hey, 2015, that's when they figured it out. That and, sounds like a press conference statement. They've been new. <laughs> they just said that shit. Right. Yeah, they knew They knew it, since the fucking 80s. Keeping it under wraps until they needed it. Right. The population is kind of like exploding. So we need to throw something. Since the rest of the STDs aren't working. Right. It, oh, 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 y'all niggas got medicine for this now? All right. Right. Release the superbug. <laughs> Since, yeah, <laughs> since since men don't care about being burnt and women, since nobody cares, actually. Here's some shit that you can't yeah. get rid of ever. And what happens is because I, because it has similar symptoms to gonorrhea and chlamydia, those are the two most common STDs. It typically gets misdiagnosed and then people get treated for those um, bacterial infections, but not for the myco, hmm. the mycoplasma genitalium. So niggas just walking around burning, don't even know it. Mm. Um, so yeah so use condoms y'all if y'all just out here wilding use condoms please cause it's really some shit that these doctors can't figure out how to treat and there's gonna be a time where niggas just stuck burning forever and can't do shit about Mm. it so yeah my ending message uh, get tested um, use condoms stop fucking everybody Amen. If you, well, I won't say that because you know sex positivity, yada yada. If you're going to fuck a million people, just use protection. It's not. Re- it's really not that hard. Hey, you know who I blame? Remember that motherfucker we were talking about a little while ago? That guy who went over to fucking Korea and got super gonorrhea. He got the super gonorrhea. Ew. Super, super, yeah. super <laughs> gonorrhea. You're dirty. You're dirty. Super. It's his fault. But yeah, man, that shit is real. Like it's all fun and games till it happened to your ass. Safe so. sex, man. Take it easy. I'm bad with names. It's Greg, right? Yes, sir. All right. Listen, (laughs) I haven't talked to a boxer about this, but this has been the barbershop conversation, the social media conversation. I'm going to just jump right into the hard question, man. (laughs) Tyson or Ali? Uh, I mean, (laughs) to me, me, Tyson is like the evolved version of Joe Frazier. Joe Frazier was the first man to beat Muhammad Ali, so I would take Tyson. Okay, I was if I, they fought, but it's but it's kind of like putting LeBron against like Julius Irvin, right? Like, because at first, before I asked you, I was I was thinking maybe he's not, maybe he's an era person. Some yeah. people was like, let that era live, yeah. let this era live. It's not all about playing against each other because it's just two different things. Yeah. I also thought as you was answering, I thought you was going to go to Muhammad Ali without smarter Tyson. Yeah. I'll go like I would have went with the answers you gave me, and Ali would just rope a dope. We was yeah, we were, I mean we would say we would say um, outsmart him because that's what we used to Ali doing. But when you look at it, like I said, Joe was the first one to beat Tyson. I mean Ali. Tyson is the evolved version of Joe, and what I mean by that, he's actually more technical than Joe was. Joe was more duck roll, and here I come. Yeah, Tyson played off of he. Played off of angles, timing, because sometimes he would stop and slip. You know what I'm saying? He would use a jab. It would be a power jab to where he that body shop now uppercut. Whew. Yeah, he chopping the Lord. body up. You know what I'm saying? He not just head hunting. It's a lot he doing in there. So even though uh, Ali with the rope or dope, that worked for George Foreman because of the, it had to do a lot to do with the height. 
of mm-hmm. both men. Mm-hmm. But then when you got Tyson, you know, where he crushes guys for even putting their backs to the rope. See, now this is this was the best answer that I got. Like yeah. I said, I've never talked to a boxer yeah. or a trainer on this type of topic. You know, yeah. it's always been the social media thing. I know right. you've seen the memes. No, no. And everybody go back and forth and everybody got their own opinion. But, always. you know, I, I appreciate that answer. So, but, yeah. how, so how, how old were you when you first started throwing them hands up? Honestly, the first time my father took me to the gym, I was uh, five years old. Okay. So you learned from your pops? My pops showed me the basics. Like, he showed me how to hold my hands up, how to turn over a punch. But, you know, he never really, he never had the time to break it all down to me. You know what I mean? My dad was a truck driver from my age of, like, seven. Okay. Until now. Pops got hands, though? Well, my pop, yeah, he got a nice one too. He running the streets. That's, that's gotcha. what he's going to <laughs> right, he right. streets all day. He's turning no hooks over. Pop, pop. He's just going down the middle. Yeah. <laughs> pop, pop. Pop, pop. <laughs> um, okay, so sorry to backtrack. So, you know, I was talking about sex and everything. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> question for you, Greg. So, you know how um, sometimes when. Like before you fight, aren't you yeah. like supposed to abstain to keep your testosterone, or whatever? I've heard yeah. this. That's the truth. Have you, that's true the statement. truth. Yeah, I, I actually learned about that my uh, my second amateur fight. Um, it was my it was my first time. So I'm 15 years old. Um, I I had a date to fight. I was it was actually the Golden Gloves too. My first time fighting the Golden Gloves, but it was my second amateur fight, and it was the, my first time having sex. So the girl called oh. me and she like, "Your mom home?" I'm like, "Nah." So I'm coming over. So. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I ain't think too much of it because we did chill a lot. But she came over and we had sex. But I'm, it totally blows by that I got to fight later. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I'm damn right. Because you damn right. At 14, I was trying to let this go. But, you know, I right. had to wait till I was 15. So I did that. And then my that night, like, you know the feeling after good sex. Noodle knees. Yeah. You know, you all you want to do is eat and go to sleep. So. At the actual weigh-in of the fight, you weigh in, fight the same day, amateurs. I'm just like real lazy. I remember my coach like, you all right? I'm like, yeah, I'm cool, but I'm lazy. Mm-hmm. I'm just lazy. Get in the ring, get jumped on. I'm like, nah, I ain't got it. <laughs> yeah. So I stopped. I ain't gonna lie. I stopped at the one round. My cousin, my cousin <laughs> cussed me out, but he didn't, nobody know what I did. Right, really, right, right. You know what I mean? And this was before social media, so I wasn't all hyped to tell my business. I was more, right. I was supposed like, to keep right. it to myself, so. Wait, so we got an exclusive? Yeah, y'all just people about to hear this. We got exclusive. Wow. <laughs> a lot of people is. Yeah. <laughs> Second amateur fight. Yeah. He Fuck learned that. the hard way. I learned my lesson. So, hey, so know. that's got to apply for other sports too, then, right? It does. I always wondered. I always wondered. Like, it's, it's yo, but yo, your, your virginity though, like, your, yeah. that's, that's different. Your like, low, like, you. Your yeah, that's yeah. the you had no more juice left, yeah, like, no like, more energy. Pause. Yeah. Was it your first load or was it just loads? Like, wait, what? No, that was my. <laughs> no, no, no. no I, get, I get what he's saying. No, no, I don't. The first time, well, first time for for me, my experience. Like he said, loads. Oh, oh, I feel okay. I'm I get it. Back, I get it. I'm going back. Like so, we get we we get at it about a good four or five times. Yeah, uh, but, you, of course. You know what I'm saying because I'm fresh. Yeah, oh fresh. yeah, so bro. So by fight time, I'm done. So now second amateur fight. Working out is my thing, right? Yeah. Now I bust loads before the gym before yeah. in my life. Yeah. I didn't think that it affected me. Is that different? Is or 
like you lost your virginity. So now that you have sex regularly, I don't know your life, but now yeah. that you're doing your thing, yeah. before a fight or before you go train, is that something you stay away from or is that just that? If I if I if I could, I would. If I could, if I give have the chance to stay away from it, yeah. Okay. If you want to do a proper camp, you need at least four weeks on your legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Four weeks. Because you do once you Alright so what happens is You know how when you jump rope You on your toes mm-hmm. You ever see a guy jump rope You stand on your toes So when you drop that load Before a fight Like say the day of The day before Two days before Your legs kind of flat They go kind of flat So now where Rope size Where you can be on your toes <laughs> For a good 10 rounds Maybe That kind of dies out After about 5 rounds You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. You like oh man Now your legs just feel settled mm-hmm. and You don't really want to do Too much moving around Guys Damn, don't like know. to admit it because we fighters. You like, man, I could, man, man I'm good, I've been man. Doing this shit all my right, life, right, right. But really, honestly, it does, it does take a little bit off. It take a little bit off the oomph too. It's got to, man, because like you said, after you're just like, yo, I'm chilling. Yeah, I'm chilling. After good, but stuff. you got to go get into a ring and fight somebody who probably ain't had none in months. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that nigga coming for your head. Because he gonna beat that ass. Yeah, with frustration. Yeah, right. Right. Like, ain't no pussy in you. Right. <laughs> my weeks. girl said, if I don't win, I ain't gonna get enough for. Another, right. you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, that's hard body. Real shit. <laughs> Lord, speaking of depriving your partner of sex, mm. wasn't that a topic? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a question. Let me get to it. Let me get to it. So, yeah, the question was this came from an actual a listener, man. And the question who? is you know who? Mama Yoga. Oh, shout out to Mama Yoga. And the question that she left in my inbox was Would you leave your partner thirsty? Now, as a boxer, I could see why. Excuse me. <laughs> bless you. Bless thank you. you. Thank you. As a boxer, so I'm glad you're here because you can like you can talk yeah. on. It. As a boxer, when you gotta go into hibernation, That's your right. partner understands. So is it based? No. Well, no. Of course, your partner doesn't understand. You shake your no. head, bro. Okay. Uh, okay. Of course, your partner doesn't understand. They doesn't. I mean, I mean, yeah, they don't because. First of all, to be to be somebody who wants to fight for money, just yeah. fight anyway, something a little wrong with you. Okay. So that, 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 that automatically separates you from the normal person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's just the same. I'm not trying to say like I'm an alien, but that's just like somebody who rides motorcycles. Got to be a little off. You yeah. got to enjoy this a little bit. Yeah. I Most don't, people don't enjoy this kind of thing. Yeah, me, myself, yeah. I don't like motorcycles. Not for I, me. I think it's too fast. So I'm like, all right, a fighter... Somebody like that, you know, they, they kind of separate themselves from being a normal person. They got to kind of live like they in the army. You trying to tell a person who they, who might have a crazy sex drive or they just, they, right. they might have that type of energy for you. And then you trying to tell them no now for five weeks. And that's kind of the reason why y'all sealed the deal. You know what I mean? To be honest, because people could attract and go together for so many reasons, but sex is the glue. That's what keep it together. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's good, that'll at least give you two years but that of was, arguing. <laughs> that was my thing, though. It's like, if I got to do something, right? Like, if I'm busy, yeah. that's depriving, but I'm doing something. I don't yeah. like, it's not like we're in the same house. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, just working. I'm just working and I just don't want to be touched. But right, really, right. That's a woman thing, really. I don't really think men be like, don't touch me. Or Kayla, right. am I wrong? Am I wrong? I mean, it depends on what know. you got going on in your life. I got time for that shit. If, first of all, I'm single, so I don't be having sex like that anyway. When I want sex, I'm getting me some sex. Ain't nobody got time to be depriving anybody of anything. <laughs> the only thing I could think of is like, like if my cycle is on, mm-hmm. something like that. But I mean, there's other activities you can partake in. 
<laughs> in lieu of <laughs> the regular, you in know. But well, um, I feel I'm, like I don't know. Well, I've never okay. been in situations. So what I'm saying. Oh, go ahead. Um, now when you say deprived, it's like it's got to be a reason behind it, right? It can't just be like a no. There has to be some type of benefit to your life as to why this isn't happening. You can't just tell me no. I was just be like, all right, babe, well, I get it. Like, like every whole, night, like, you what you changing? What you, what you changing your life? You say that. What you changing your watch, lifestyle? Watch how you say that. No, I'm just saying, like, after a certain amount of time. She can tell you no. Yeah, but, but for how long? If this is a thing that we're doing, like, how long... Am I going to be? How long am I going to allow you to continue to say no if this is a part of who we are and what we're doing as a, a united couple? As a yeah. couple in 2018, you know as long I, as I don't give wants. a fuck if it's 2018, 2012. I'll, this is me. Shit. I'm saying, like, I'm saying, I want like, some dick. yeah, I want to have that. sex. I'm coming to you to have <laughs> sex, and you continually deprive me. I need a reason as to why. Yeah. Why are you changing your lifestyle, or where you, you switch to a new religion or something? What? Like, what's up? But that's different than what you just said. A minute ago, you said, "Don't tell me no." No, I'm saying after, but if there isn't after a while, it's like, why are you telling me no? Yeah. If there's no real reason as yeah. to why you're denying me, why are you telling me no? I get you. We just just sensitive listeners out there. Man, do you motherfuckers be all right, man? Okay. I ain't clearing myself <laughs> up these niggas, man. I'm saying how I feel. No, because I know what you mean. Because that is a fine line. Because some people be like, oh, you know, um, I know some people will say like a husband. Like a wife can tell a husband no, but some people have the mindset like if they're the husband, if I want sex, you know, you're mine. I can get it whenever I want, and yeah. that's like a no go. I'm not saying that. Yeah, but I'm, that's what he I'm was not, saying. I'm not saying, saying yeah. that, yo. Like just because you're girl, you have to give it to me whenever I want. But I am expecting to get some of that ass but at some like, point during this week. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Jeez. I'm not. You know, I'm not going to force myself on you. I'm like, hey, hey, hey. It's, it's been a couple of days. What's up? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, send an eyeball emoji text of uh, <laughs> ain't seen ya. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's a question, though. I guess it depends on um, what Why? you have going on and if your partner's willing to um, understand. Just like Greg said, uh, it doesn't always work that way. Nah. Because if you're a boxer and I got to, uh, you know, take care of my jewels for five Weeks. That's a yeah. long time. But this is. But you this, can understand what. I'm, but this should also be something that's introduced prior. Like you shouldn't spring it on me at the moment you decided. Yeah. Hey, babe, I've been thinking. Okay. You know, I think I feel differently about sex. I want to take some time off from having sex. Well, why? You, you how, what do you? That how do you feel time. differently about it? But you can say that anytime. Yeah, but why would you just make it cold turkey like at that moment? Hey, well, I want to have sex no more because I decided that I eat fucking grass for a living and it's gonna mess up my fucking. Great. pH cycle, whatever. <laughs> My pH balance, whatever. You know what Bro, I'm saying? You could be with your girl. It's for like, two wait years. a minute. Like, it's like, wait a minute. It's more, I just think it's more adult to introduce it as opposed to just doing whatever you want. What People, you can do anyway, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. But if you're in a relationship with somebody, why wouldn't you just inform them of how you're deciding to live your life? And the late, and the great words of Rocky Balboa, people change. What? <laughs> you said what? Why you saying what do you think Rocky ain't got no gems? Anybody could have said that. First of all, <laughs> anybody could have. Like, what? A million fucking people have said that. Why did you choose Rocky Balboa? Rocky Rocky said it. You could at least use his voice. Like, but if you if you do decide on a break, how long should the break be? Exactly. What's a healthy break? Mm. This I, is just I something feel like breaks are needed sometimes. Absolutely, yeah. I, I feel like that too. But that's just something depending on the circumstances of your situation. That's something that you correlate between your partner. I'm, I'm a, 
just tell them what's up. Listen, man, whatever the case may be, I feel this way now, and I'm bringing it to you so we can figure out how we can cross this bridge. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if it's something legitimate, there's, as long as, like you said, as like all y'all are saying, as long as there's like clear communication, that's cool. But if you just being petty, and it's like, oh, you pissed me off, so you can't get none. Like, how long does that last? Right. Because ain't nobody got time for the petty shit. That happens, though, else. too. That, that does, shit lasts. That more. does happen. Right. I don't know a petty a petty. It better strike. only last for a day or two. Uh, yeah, that shit. <laughs> I don't know, man, because I, I I know niggas that got themselves into some shit, and it's like, well, bro, I, I don't know what to tell you, my nigga. Like, right, you, you did some it. shit. You did some shit, and she ain't feeling it. Right. You know another, what I'm saying? Another question that I've never asked a boxer, but you gonna get a lot of dicks. Probably I've never talked to a boxer. What's your <laughs> thoughts on What's your thoughts on Floyd Mayweather? Just. Surrounding like all the way around everything about him, like the way he carries himself, his boxing style. Well, he was, um, you gotta understand, just like Michael Jackson was prepped for who he became, mm-hmm. he may not, all right, like sometimes the extra stuff, like with Floyd, say, like the uh, 11 bodyguards, yeah, to the, the moving around, you know, just going to different countries, and mm-hmm. may not, may not been expected to be that way or that big, but. He's been prepped to be as great as he is in the ring mm-hmm. because it's one thing for your dad to be a coach, but then t- whenever your dad's not there, you got two uncles to cover. And then one of your uncles was ranked a, greater, bad motherfucker. a yeah. greater fighter than your father yeah. and was once champion. You know what I'm saying? So it's like he couldn't get a break if he wanted. That mm. kid, that kid learned a lot. He learned how to handle himself. He learned how to speak. You know what I'm saying? Some people say he's not that intelligent, but he may be, he may be a genius. Um, mm. And, you know, he... Why, why you make that face, Kayla? <laughs> I was going to say debatable. <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah, but, but it depends on what you great in the morning, you know? True, yeah. Because what he put together in the ring, you can't find It's kind of like... You can't that, find a flaw there. It's yeah. kind of like that yeah. um, rating. His speech might be trash, yeah. but, but his, but his jab yeah. and his fucking hook right. his wittiness, is 99. But no, I'm saying, as far as him being smart, like his wittiness right. to think on his feet yeah. might be on 10. Yeah. He just can't articulate it. Yikes. Right. I can't tell you, yeah, maybe, <laughs> but I can show you. And maybe if he was slowed down to be able to tell you he could, but you know what I'm saying? He's the, he's the product. So, I mean, I, me, myself, I've never heard him talking I was just like what the fuck are you talking about like I, yeah, I mean, like he takes his time to like enunciate and pronunciate but I've never I've never heard an interview or saw an interview that's like because that's, what, what? that's why I said he's been programmed he's been you know what I'm saying because it's only a few real questions you're gonna have to answer Right. everything else is bullshit and I'm mm. saying it like that because you fight for your money you don't got you're not sitting at a desk for your money you don't have right. to write up words you don't have to you know what I'm saying? Send messages. And you taking blows and shit. You, yeah, like, you fight. So yeah, number one thing to focus on is being able to perform. So the yeah, and when it comes to reading, he is gonna be a little behind. But he he makes he makes up with that by saying, okay, well I can I can buy you if I wanted mm. to. Yikes! See, I'm gonna let you go in a second. Yeah, I just want to uh, spin off that question. But his boxing style. What do you his think style, when you watch? His or, style. He's. Uh, are you satisfied with spending money? Intelligent. You go and watch intelligence. You watching composure. You watching. You know what I'm saying? Him put him put together something that, that you didn't. You you might have watched him to prepare for the fight and say, "Well, oh, Floyd gonna get smashed this time." And then you watch him get out of it. Shane Mosley almost had him. Yeah. Mandano almost had him. You know what I'm saying? Chop Chop Curly almost had him. 
It's dudes that almost had him, but he always find a way. So style wise, defense is crazy, I man. Give it to him, you know what I'm saying? Right. His preparation is the best. I think one of my favorite Floyd Mayweather knockouts is rest in peace when he got a Toro Gotti. Yeah, yeah, when he made him run into the turnbuckle off the right hook, man. Gatti? Yeah. But I always felt like Gatoro Gotti, that was that was supposed to happen to him because Mayweather was too too much in his prime and, and Right. And he was more was to the end. Long. Yeah, he was yeah. more of a just a name because he 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 was getting beatings in the nineties. You talking about Gotti? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotti to me, like I'm not the biggest boxing fan, but Gotti was just there for those um from those rivalries he had with um Ward. Yeah, Gotti. So he was Ward. slugging it out with Ward yeah. and then all of a sudden they think he ready for Mayweather. Nah. Yeah. It was the way well, and was, the, the fashion of which it happened. But this for me. Right, when you ask about what I think about he what he did was clever and what he does is clever because yeah. black people, it's not that we don't support each other, it's so much of it. Alexa, play Whitney Houston. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get access to over 50 million songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. So much of it. You can get it so many places. Mayweather is not rare. I mean, he's rare. You're not going to get a Mayweather all the time. So when people tuning in to Mayweather, it's to watch him win, it's to watch him lose. It's one or the other. You know what I'm saying? They hate him, they love him. But you gotta watch. Mm-hmm. You gotta watch because he's gonna gotta perform. Yep. He's gonna perform. And, and he gonna sometimes he's gonna put his life on the line, like a fight with uh Canelo. Canelo being a young man, him getting older and still having the cat like reflexes and the speed to be able to deal with it and the power to be able to withstand, you know, the rounds. He, you gotta respect him. Who the yeah. fuck is me with her? You got something? Um I thought you was ready. I'm sorry. Who the fuck is Mayweather? All right. Question for you. Who? So who's your favorite boxer? My favorite fighter of all time was, um, of course, Ali. But, I mean, I had, like, Ali, James, Tony, Roy Jones. Like that. Um, what do you think about the, the um, like, the boxing or the fighting scene in Philly right now? Philly. You know, Philly's, like, we kind of known. That's one of the things yeah. we're kind of known for. Mm-hmm. What, ma- what makes Philly uh, known... Is the fact Like I was just saying So much of it In, in, in neighborhoods You have Three four gyms alone And one might be One mm-hmm. neighborhood yeah. You know what I'm saying So you got gyms It's actually a gym In North Philly Where it's a separate gym On the, on the first floor And a whole other gym On the second mm-hmm. You know what I mean They competing Just in that one building Yeah You know what I mean So Philly is always Going to be around Do we have The best fighters In the world I believe But are they being Moved the best Nah but, Right yeah. You know what I'm saying But we have we're gonna always have cause every year we put out a nice class of fighters mm-hmm. every year I'm talking about guys turning pro so you know we got our guys who turn and have nowhere to go and then we got guys just looking for big things and they headed for big things but it's always gonna be a fight town yeah do you think of the I guess the boxing scene in Philly do you think it's gotten better it's kinda stagnant is it getting like it's worse? getting better from where it was let me say from the last time it was hot, like really hot, was early 2000s. And then it kind of died. Now, it didn't die, but it... It went down a bit. Yeah, from like the 2010 on mm-hmm. to maybe about two years ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and then now it's like picking up real crazy. And it didn't die. It was still around, but it was just the light. 
I don't know. Because I feel like it was like Danny Garcia was the, the big mm, name. Yeah. Um, what's the guy? Jay Rock. I don't know his real name. Yeah, Julian. Julian Williams. Um, yeah. I've been I've been following the Grandy Twins, those little boys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're... I got to step my boxing uh, and knowledge. Because I don't be knowing... It's a lot, though. Because I know... For some reason, it's not getting a lot of people, promoted. Because by the time the fights happen, it'd be that night. Yeah, like so much. Pacquiao fought like last week, but I didn't hear about it till like the week before. Right. Well, Pacquiao now is like again another guy on the end of his rope. So yeah, Pacquiao they're not making a big deal about no more. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. What was your record? I was you just my next that. Honestly, <laughs> um, I had twenty pro fights, two wins, seventeen losses, one draw. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I came up, um. My side of boxing, I'm the other side you don't hear about. And what I mean by that is I turned pro 2008, April 11th, 2008, the Blue Horizon. No manager, no promoter. I got a call two weeks before. Do you want to fight at the Blue? Hell yeah. I'm from Philly. That's like an honor. Mm-hmm. You got that Rocky call. Yeah, like that's like something you like. The Blue Horizon is like watching fights there, man. It's like watching a movie because you're so close to the action. Okay. So it's like really like watching a movie. And, um, so everybody wanted to fight there. Then for them to call me two weeks before, a, a, a training camp is considered six weeks. Mm-hmm. So they called me two weeks. That's considered short notice. I don't care. I want to fight at the blue. Um, I had to lose 14 pounds within the two weeks. I lost the 14 pounds. Um, How? I Teach me. How? <laughs> I mean, you got you to run. <laughs> you got to run and eat. Ooh, you know, I need that workout plan. Shit. At that time, I was eating tuna fish. <laughs> Ew. Oh, so, God, um, never mind. I love tuna fish, dog. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. So um, when I got the call, I took the fight. It was a guy named uh, Joel De La Paz from, from uh, fighting out of Atlantic City, but he was a Puerto Rican. from Puerto Rico, from the island. And um, I, at that point in time, honestly, I was broke. I had I just had my son, and I was like, "Man, I'm look, fighting at the blue." Yeah, we nigga, fighting. Fuck that. I think I made eight hundred dollars. Cash out. So, like, okay, you said you was two and what now? Two seventeen and one. Yeah. Two seventeen and one. Okay, but Pete, yeah. this though, I do kickboxing, right? Yeah. But I haven't been in a professional kickboxing bout. Yeah. For you, to only win two. Yeah. I'm pretty sure your confidence stayed high because there's so many people who's never been in a ring. Yeah. You can still whip their ass. Yeah. So what I'm saying is I've never like when I first went to kickbox and I put my gloves on. Yeah. I realized that I could probably could beat most people in the hood now right. because they don't know how to stand. Right. They don't know how to throw. Right. So even though I haven't been in a professional fight, none of y'all better not fuck with me. You had some training. Yeah. So you can take that too and whatever record to be like, yeah. Yeah. I might have lost some professional fights, yeah, but you niggas can't fuck with me. Jura, I'll slap the shit out you, dog. Yeah, all right. that, I mean, you, you, that's, <laughs> you think like that if you, you think like that if you forced to. But I mean, I, feel, I always look at it like I mean, with the sport, like the losses was discouraging. But at the same time, when I look at the guys I fought at the weights I fought, because I only stand five foot six, I was supposed to be fighting at one hundred thirty five, one hundred forty mm-hmm. pounds. I'm, I turned pro at one hundred sixty eight pounds. Super middleweight. The average height is like a six foot one guy, six foot two guy. You know, so you find some big niggas. So, yeah, so I'm in there fighting big motherfuckers, and then I'm not, I'm not really worried too much because I'm a defensive guy. So I'm knowing that they can't hit me, but the problem is I can't hurt them with my best shot the way I would like to. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, because boxing is a business, we're not going to allow our guy if this fight goes the distance to lose to the, a guy this small. Mm-hmm. That puts 
a damage on our product. On hope, yeah. It's like okay. when you drop canned food and they tell you it's damaged now. Once yeah. it got the damage, right. okay. It's like it's not damaged, so, but yeah. that's why losses in boxing are so big. Like you lose right. one fight, it's like man, you're done. You're done. Right. done. My follow up question: So you only won two fights. Right. How many do you feel like you were robbed? When did you start? When did you, you yeah. know, get your first win? Like yeah. so, so how many did you lose before you won, and how many of them were you robbed that you feel? I lost three in a row before my first win, and out of twenty fights, I feel like my record should be should be probably sixteen wins, two losses, two draws. Mm. Okay, that's, how I feel like that's yeah. a that's a yeah. yeah. Okay, and the reason I stand strong on that is because I, I came up in the era of uh, YouTube, right? Yeah, and most guys fights they post on YouTube. Most of the most of my the guys I fought, none of them ever posted the fights because so, they know. So I'm saying to myself, if we if we growing up in this time where everything's on camera, where the hell are these fights? And then when I'm calling the promoters, I've even like spent money and, and didn't get tapes. Like spent, you know, because 50, if the footage years. was to come out, we yeah. would say, yeah. you know what? I think, right, right. I think Son got this. Our product has the dent now. Okay. Ah, uh, got you. Uh, right, oh, wow. Right, right. Look at that. So, yeah. uh, the two fights you won, yeah. did you knock one of them niggas out? No, they was both tough guys. Both guys. Tough, tough guys. I was. I wanted that for you. Yeah, one of them was. One of them was like. Five seven with a big ass head, and he was an <laughs> older guy. Uh-huh. And I remember my uncle was like, "Yo," he was like, "No matter what," he said, "Always um, uh, assume that an older man is strong." So when he yeah. when he said that to me, I'm like, "All right, that means I'm gonna have to bite down." And he wasn't he wasn't lying. Old head was coming. Yeah, like he was trying to hurt me, but I was digging to the body, slowly him up, and I, and I won on the points. And then the second guy, I just jumped on. He was a big dude from Ohio, mm-hmm. Corey uh, Preston. I jumped on that guy. You know. Hey yo, what's the science behind that? Like, ain't the what? older heads like just stronger? They just just well, oh, like, from this- from my body now, from my from the way my body feels now, what happens is your bones and your muscles toughen up, everything just harden up. Okay, you know what I mean, so it's like honestly, as you growing as a person, your body's still growing. Okay, so to me, I'm believing now that my you never stop growing. You may slow mm. up a little bit, but right. the more you know work you put in, because I'm way it. stronger now than I was when I was like 18. Right. Like, <laughs> right. my, I would fuck energy my, changes though. Yeah, yeah, the energy is different. You fuck your 18 year old self. Up? I would beat the shit out of 18 year old me. <laughs> <laughs> fuck out of here, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Hands. Yeah. Now speaking of your body changing, how? Okay, so of course boxing, being physically active. There's yeah. going to be a lot of benefits health wise, yeah. but have you seen any negative? Um, the next, mm. the negative to me is when you when you being so strict on, on yourself for so long. When you do get a break, I turn into like a greedy person. Not not greedy towards everything, but food definitely. You just want it. I blew up to 217 pounds at one time. You know, what I mean? I'm not too far right now. I'm about a buck ninety right now. But Teach me the workout I should be walking plan, around nigga. 160. <laughs> I should be walking around 160, 165, something like that. But you know, that, that was my biggest thing. Fuck all that. According to who? BMI. I mean, fuck I mean that. the way my the way my body feel, you know, and where I should be fighting it. I should be walking about 160. But so if you if you right, so if you box and you like dedicate your life to it, would it just be best to like diet? All the time, yeah. Like, Instead of taking stay, those, don't get too crazy with the food. Yeah, yeah. Because I can see that. Like because you train for a certain amount of time, and you just like, all right, train is done. I want that burger now. Because remember, all right, put it like this. You know, like the music company. I mean, music business, right? How there's different uh, labels. Mm-hmm. Same with boxing. 
So some labels are bigger and stronger than other labels. So you might be signed to a small label, right? Mm-hmm. But you stay in shape, you stay ready, you build your record to about 15 and 0, 11 knockouts, right? I'm over at a bigger label. We need a fight, but we need a, a fight that's presentable to the people. So they know my guy, but they don't really know you. Mm-hmm. But you got the record to make it look good. So we basically we not we're not gonna buy your label out, but here's a chance for your label to shine because you're going up against a bigger label. So I'm like, yo, you gonna make, audience. You gonna make forty thousand to fight ten rounds, and you like bet, all right, I'll take it because what you're getting is the opportunity to fight in front of the world. Mm-hmm. Now you win. Now your label now turns from a small label to okay, we doing some things. Yo, that sounds exactly like Rocky One. Wow. Working, working I like Rocky. Wow. Yeah, it sounds I mean, exactly like Rocky. Is anything else though? You working your way from the bottom, right? Now yeah. I mean, you get that Apollo Creed needs a fighter. Yeah, he looks good. He's the great white hype or hope, whatever it was. Yeah, call him up. He actually looked good in the fight, and now Rocky, right. he blows up. Right, it's one of them type of things. Yeah, you got to stay. Yeah, right. that's that's why. Wow. Yeah, that's but a guy like Rocky. Mayweather see is different because he was prepped for the game. So here he go. We push him through the amateurs and he go to the Olympics. That's the that's the cream of the crop. Yeah. Once you make the Olympic team, you n- number one, number one, right? Now you fight against the world. You place he placed third where he got a bronze medal. They say he was robbed. He should have should have made it to the gold medal round and then won. But okay, he plays bronze. So what we at least know, he's top three in the world as a draft pick. So now when he comes out of the amateurs, a major label automatically signs. Pick him. Yeah. Once he signs, his fights that he's taking or that they're presenting to him are tailor-made for him. They're not going to put him in the championship. They get them numbers up. Right. So by the time you see him, he 20 and 0. Right. Yeah. And he did it in such amount of time. And you're like, damn, yeah. young, young boy not playing. Yeah. By the time they present it to the world, now you got two. He already got his resume boxes. up. Right. He already got a belt. Right. And now he's 20 and 0 with 19 knockouts. Right. Can you explain something to me? Yeah. How is it that boxers have like 17 titles at once? Well, because of the federations. Now you're talking about, all right, so you got your labels. All right. So you got your labels, but then you got your big um, production companies. Okay. The belts, the IBF, WBO, w, those are the production companies. You got to go through us to sell. What's, what looks better than a belt? Nothing. That's the, that's what you want. We right. all want a championship, right? So, well, I don't know because boxing kind of messed it up. Because I think you can look at a boxer and see him with five belts and not know what they mean, and you'd be like, "Bro, yeah. I lost interest." Because yeah. I don't know right, what one of those belts are. Because you yeah. see, rand- and then you see random people you never yeah, seen like before that's... with them. You know, you seen him for the five. T- you seen him for the first time. He got six belts on, two on right. his waist, one on his neck, right. two on his arms. Yo, who the fuck is this guy? That's a bad motherfucker. Yeah. And then I'm watching him, and he getting his ass whipped. It's like, yeah. what the fuck? How the and fuck? And, I, and I'm actually glad that y'all talking like that because y'all not in the business, but y'all being honest about what y'all see. Yeah. And that's one of the problems. I feel like it's too many titles. Yeah. Because you can't. How can four guys be claiming they the baddest? Right. There's only one mm. way to There's settle. one, right. Yeah, so why not? Why have four belts? It should be... One per belt. one per weight yeah. class. But because they do that because money, the money. If I can make a crown, and my crown is worth so much, if I get it with rubies and gold, I trim it in gold, and I call it this, and I get some people to support it, and I get a, yeah. real, a grand champion to wear it, that's just like a guy that he you come out with your own federation and you got a small belt. But you win my belt back in 2010. 
But now it's 2008, you winning one of the major belts. Mm-hmm. So you're like, yeah, I, want, I had a such and such belt too. Uh-huh. Like, oh, uh-huh. damn. Okay. So now that federation get a little bit of light. Yeah, right. they're you, not gonna tell you where that federation ranks. They're yeah. just gonna say you the IBF, OBF, CBF. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh shit. Yeah. He you nice. Like, okay, yeah. that makes sense. So now, I, I follow. So it gets built up over time. Now, with your record, how what made you continue to pursue boxing? Because I feel like the average person would be like, after they first lost. That fuck this. Three, fuck that. Yeah. Hey man. What made well, you continue? I'm not getting my ass whooped. One. Okay, okay. If I was getting my ass whooped and I was getting scarred up and I was getting knocked out, then I wouldn't do it. But what was keeping me going was, I mean, the money, of course. And don't, do you still win money even if you Yeah, win? once you sign a contract, you won. So, so <laughs> if, if I get caught to fight a guy for 3500 that's what the, that's the number. Yeah. So I, they, they might take out a few hundred or 150 for license and stuff like that. But for the most part, I'm getting my 3500 You don't have to go a certain amount of rounds or nothing. That's just nah, out top. you do get stopped, you get stopped. But I wasn't never in the getting stopped. You know I mean? But if you yeah. get stopped, if you want to know fighters, I'm going to let you keep going. But if no. you want to know fighters to get stopped 30 seconds in, they gonna stop looking at you for that price yeah, for that yeah, purse. Yeah, okay. yeah. So okay. you don't want to take dives. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. You don't want to because yeah, you're not gonna get no work. You're gonna forty work. bucks next fight. Gonna, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're gonna be getting calls for bullshit. Yeah, yeah. he actually right. Yep. So I mean, what it was with me was you know my kids getting bigger. Um, same time, who who I'm looking at it. I started looking at it like, well, I'm a, one time I got a call to fight six hours from the from the time of the call. Oh. At that point, I might have had like three hundred dollars. They called me for twenty seven hundred. Mm. Oh, sure. For twelve minutes. Shit. So I'm like, fuck oh, it. Oh, <laughs> I'll be there. Yeah. So I'm like, so I'm like, <laughs> I right. toss, toss the henny bottles to the side. Yeah. Uh, I'll be right there. Yeah, straight, like yeah, straight like that. I'll be right there. That's that's actually Shit. happening. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Word is life. Yeah. Word. That's funny. So, so. Do you want your kids to be boxers? Um, I don't want them to. I just want them to know how to defend themselves. That's all. If they if they choose it, I I, I make sure that I uh, carry their best interest. You know. Yeah. What made you wanna? Cause I'm assuming that fighting it it initially started out as like a hobby, and then what made you wanna turn it into like a career? Nah, I was getting in the gym. Was I was I was already fighting in the street a lot, but I had new. I knew inside without me telling anybody. I like fighting. It made my blood. <laughs> It made my blood rush. Y'all asked. It made my blood rush a little different. Like man, if I could share the stories with y'all, Lord, <laughs> like it was he, some fights. Like he said, if you like to fight, you gotta be a little off. You yeah, gotta like, throw the little. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's something about it, like you know. So I felt that as a kid, and then getting in the gym, you see how you see the respect that guys get. You see the, you know, you see that you're a part of a brotherhood. And then you see that you you also kind of organize with your life because you're like, all right, I got something to get ready for. Yeah. There's always something to look forward to in boxing. There's always a date, you know. There's always a date. So it was it was that. Just the whole business of it was was um was real interesting to Are me. Are you in a relationship? No, you're not. What type of women do you prefer? Like, is it a skin complexion? Is it a you uh, like red bones, chocolate? That's funny. Um, in school. It was always the light skinned girls talking to me because I'm dark skinned. Yeah. So they light it's like I attracted the light skinned girls. I, 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 the dark, I thought that was something <laughs> like that. The dark skinned girls, I always thought they didn't like me. Okay. I don't know what that was, but later later on, I started dealing with dark skinned girls, you know, in my life. But um, I might I always get women who don't have kids, who got 
crazy, you know, a lot of education, the, the, the degrees and all that, but they kind of crazy. Mm. <laughs> because they because they want they I always attract but they like me though. They they want me around but they don't want me around. Cuz your ass is a little crazy. Yeah, that's what it's natural. <laughs> so it didn't so basically it doesn't matter because I'm a segue to another topic. It doesn't matter what the skin complexion is. You don't have a preference. With me, um I'm I like black women like the I mean the way they look, smell, you know. That's what I like. Black not, women are chocolate women. Black like black women, so it don't matter. Entire yeah. red bone, yeah, 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 it all that. Yeah. Okay, but it's like if if a girl was Chinese, I wouldn't judge her. Okay, well, you know what, what I was getting at is I'm kind of known, and this is news to me. Light skin girls, I'm kind of known for light skin, thick women. You've yeah. never had a dark skin girlfriend, bro. It's not. It's just that's not the point, though. Let but, me get I, to that. But it's a fact. <laughs> but let me get to that. All let right. me get to that. I've dated brown skin women. Yeah. Um. And it was just something about a light-skinned thing, you know, growing up. Yeah. I'm from the, like, the woman section is a is a hood. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So nobody was, like, taking care of themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when you see girls not really taking care of themselves and then the first thing you see is something on TV, you're like, oh, yeah. I like that. So I don't know if that's what triggered me. Yeah. I just knew the women around my way wasn't yeah. looking right. But the supermodel light skinned Jones on TV was fire. So I guess that's how it worked. For me. But there yeah. are a lot of brown, black, beautiful women. And it's not like yes, I had to uh uh reprogram myself. I had to, to open your to, eyes, brother. It's just like I just had to see them in yeah. person. That's all. Yeah. So, you know, I might be known for one thing, but as it comes to black women, if you're beautiful. You're beautiful. Yeah. Well, you're offended at the fact that people thought that you negated dark skinned women because you always date light skinned women. Answer the question, Jarrell. Hey, yo, you can't answer the I I never see I never looked at it way until people started telling me. But I brought that up because Gabrielle Union. Shout out to Gabby. She took a picture with Sarah. Sarah. Sarah was, with yeah. Cyril. Cyril yeah, was a guest on our show. Out in China. He yeah. caught up with Gabrielle Union, so took Gabrielle a picture with that's Union, um, she plans on teaching her stepsons, which is the Wayne Wade's kids, the value of black women after she's seen them liking nothing but light-skinned women. Yeah, can you teach the value, or is it just like once they see no. something that they like, they're going to naturally be attracted to women? Yeah, they're going naturally. Kayla, what you think, Kayla? Oh Lord, um, <laughs> I I don't know because I mean I feel like that's from the man's point of view. Uh, being a light skinned woman, I've definitely gotten the comments <laughs> over the Nigga, years. You branding the motherfuckers. <laughs> All right, that's because I was well now. Uh, yeah, I had to pour my shit like what's my voice. Now I done got my little tan, so now I'm like golden right now. But in real life, <laughs> I'm light skinned. Um, so uh, as you sit before me. I see brown, but so I'm not light skinned. I digress. We had this conversation. I'm about to say I'm okay. I I went to the beach and I got a little brown, but in real life I'm light skinned. So all right, all right. Um, cornbread. Mix. So so wait. So I'm not light skinned though. Cornbread okay. mix. Yep. Bye. <laughs> um. So being light skinned, um, I have, I guess you know I've been, what is it, fetishized, whatever. You know, you get the comments. Oh yeah, you're light skinned. I love your complexion. La di da. Um. 
when I was younger, I didn't really pay attention to it because, you know, you just, you know, you're young, you don't know. It's just, oh, he thinks I'm cute, blah, blah, blah. But as I've gotten older, um, that definitely is a turnoff sometimes. Um, I, I think it's fucking stupid that men for whatever, some men for whatever reason, think that simply because of a woman's skin tone, they think that they automatically look better than someone who's darker I just that's just self-hatred whatever the fuck you done watched on TV there are ugly light-skinned women exactly but I've seen plenty of light-skinned bitches who think they're the shit just because they're light-skinned and it's like sis where are your edges where's your mind where are your teeth (laughs) where's your and to go off what Greg was saying I ain't gonna cut you off I always I just looked at it like I always looked at it like uh Black, like, like, light skinned women liked it, like chocolate guys. That, and for I me, that's saw, true. And I always saw light skinned guys chasing chocolate women. Yeah. I just thought like that opposite. was the thing. Yeah. I mean, I always, I, See, seeing two light skinned people together is like, ah, I've, I've had, I've had, I've had, I've had light skinned girlfriends and I've had dark skinned girlfriends. I've never looked at one and thought of the lesser of the other. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I've I just never have. It's like I've uh, growing up, I used to be more attracted to Kelly Rowland than I was Beyonce. Yeah, I've later She's changed Kelly. my mind. <laughs> you know, as I go Kelly older, I was, but you know, yeah. but I didn't. I wasn't on Beyonce. I I I like Kelly Rowland. She just looked good, and plus, maybe for the fact that Beyonce was getting all the attention, I was like, all right, well, I would take. I right. like her. Right, y'all can have her. Cool, because yeah. she looked good as hell. You know what I'm saying? So, I I don't. I've never had that problem. I never felt like that. A, a, a relative of mine used to say shit like that all the time growing up. It used to piss me off. Like, yo, bro, she ugly. I don't give a fuck if she light skinned. Like, <laughs> she ugly. Look at it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if niggas thought they was going to have better looking kids. They have, I'm saying, kids with a light skinned woman. Yo, like, what's that young rapper? I don't know his name. I seen no. him on uh, YouTube and he said that he didn't want to have. Oh, I seen that stupid. He didn't want to have kids with somebody as dark as him. He didn't want to have kids as dark as him. That shit is so mm. fucking That's just oh, the wow. dumbest thing. That's, that's right. the dumbest shit that? in the world. That's yeah, wild. I've seen that's that. Wild. That's the yeah. dumbest shit in the world. Like, but that's yeah. one of the most ignorant things you can say. I believe that the influence thing is true, though, about the TV or yeah. wherever they grow up because I remember living in. Um, I went to school in Bristol for a while. I lived up Bristol, okay. and I moved to Montgomery County, Maryland. And I remember seeing guys who was like basketball stars, but the white girls, they'd be having white girls with them. But it wasn't that they didn't like black girls. That's who was around, a bunch of white girls. Right. So it's like, that's who they know. Right. That's who chasing after them. The black girls. They that, right here. Yeah, the black girls that are around, they're not, I'm not chasing him. He better get out of here, this and that. But the right. white girls, like, they speaking to them every day. They bringing them breakfast. They doing so they they being extra. And I get it. They being extra because they want something from them. But at the same time, when you a guy coming up, you see what you see. You know what you know. You feel what you right. feel. Like you you like you gotta you observe your surroundings. Yeah. You like okay, this is what happened over here. This is what happened like, over there. And I'm saying to myself, like, damn, why all these basketball boys? But it was because the white girls was right there, like waiting for them. white girls. And then we also have to keep in in mind that. <laughs> You just caught it. <laughs> you know, we gotta keep it, yo. Y'all just caught it. <laughs> Funny as hell. We gotta keep in mind that the black man, and this is gonna draw some controversy, but I don't care. Oh, we're, we're judged by the way we carry ourselves, not necessarily our looks, because I hear ugly niggas is winning. They so, are. Yeah. Because it's the way men carry themselves. So if you're a black man and you're not carrying yourself the way that you, um, 
think you should be the way people think you should. Yeah. Others, the black women might not find you attractive because you're not, you know what I mean? You're not carrying yeah. yourself. But then you'll go around white people and they just say, because you're just black, they don't care that you're a square. Yeah. But because you are black, they think that I mean, I think- all good thing comes away. So, um, Luke Cage, I forgot his real name. He got a white wife. Uh, Ghost. They was getting on Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino. But guess what? These dudes might be corny in real life before they got these roles. Right. You understand? So you got to take that into consideration as well. I feel like as long as you step out your front door with confidence in yourself, you know what I'm saying? And you ain't, and you, you can't get a. A blanket pulled over your eyes easily. You gonna recognize the people that's for you. The people that's for you gonna gravitate towards you. And you know, if you're sharp enough, you'll recognize the ones that ain't for you before you something happens that make you really see that they ain't for you. You can pick up on people's cues and shit. So yeah. if you walk out the door, you just know who you are, you'll gravitate to people that's for you, man. And that's you know, walking other people's paths. Fuck that. Shout out to uh, Kesey on the live. But he, just said, you be. he just said that Flav Flav been showing us that ugly niggas been winning, man. So. <laughs> That's I don't agree with that. <laughs> Why not? Because it was a show. I'm talking about ugly niggas Son, just was, working. That was a TV show with some little thoughts trying to get on. They was kissing this nigga in the mouth. Yeah, they was they, they was doing the most. Flav Flav birth reality TV. If they was doing the most. Now that was love. Ugly guys are cool. God, they was I feel like Flav, if he got other characteristics that are popping, I mean, I can't date somebody that's like ugly as fuck. But I mean, that I'm just speaking for myself. You know, I feel like there's someone does. I mean, I'm not no supermodel. You know, I am dime. I'm regular, so I'm not going to be looking for no dime nigga like. There's nothing wrong with a regular guy or regular. But I'm cute. I can carry the both of us. I'm cute enough. It for was both always of us. that Beauty and the Beast mentality. Yeah, for me. I, thought, I can. You know? I can. Care. I'm cute enough for the both of us. I, can I have to be unit. physically attracted to you. Well, yeah, I mean, there's men. other things that could be Women physically attractive. Women can do the ugly thing. Men but, can't do the ugly thing. Um, I've seen a plenty seen, of nah, niggas I, with I, ugly I, bitches I know, and be with them just because they got a fat ass. Fuck that. Be. Be in no, I've seen niggas. wife ugly joints. Okay, and like be happy to her. I'm talking about the me. Okay. I, I don't know what his... Of course, he, she's not ugly to him because he's like, with her. What but. are you attracted to? Ugly shit. I just never understood the whole point of like, <laughs> damn, you look... Damn, look at you. I bet you got a dope personality. No. Damn, you look at you. You look good. And you better have a dope personality. And you better have a dope personality <laughs> or you're ugly now. So, uh... Or not attractive anyway. So, Greg, when did you hang it up? Like, when was you just like, ah, right, this is it? Like what year was it, and what was the, the well, thought process? Well, my last fight was March of um, 2017. I didn't, I don't, never really consider myself hanging it up. Okay, okay. So I still take fights here and there. Um, okay. I plan on, you know, uh, getting his weight down at least like 154. What? Fighting again, okay. you know, stuff like that. Okay, okay. So you train, you train. Yeah, I train people now. Train fighters. How does that work? Like, so if you. If somebody with no boxing experience, not even street fighting experience, walks yeah. into you and goes, teach me how to fight, what's the first thing you tell them? Um, the first thing I would like them to do is jog. I have them jog or I have them jump rope. And he's going to say, go around five miles. working on foundation. Not, not five miles. I usually start people like one or two miles, depending on the history. That's it? Mm. Yeah, depending on the history we're running. Because I'm trying to get you to just read your own heart rate. I don't want you running too far or... Yeah, it kills you just going man. crazy, yeah. So and then um, 
I'm deep on foundation, so I, I want your the legs to be coordinated, your feet to be coordinated with your hands. Mm-hmm. I don't go straight into the hitting the pads and the mitt work and all of that. Right. That's what they think, right? Yeah. They want to come to the yeah. They want to come straight hit. People want to hit the mitts. That's all they want to do. But I'm not big on that because that's not teaching you how to fight. I would rather hear about you saving your own life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you trying something and getting beat up, and then you know. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, what's something that's glorified about being a fighter that isn't really all it's cracked up to be? Oh, the money. The money is not real because the next time you fight, by the next time you fight, you don't spent the money that you made from the last fight. Yeah. Yeah. So you still gonna have to work a regular job, or if you're not one of those blue chip guys, you you know you trying to hustle up money or you trying to get sponsors to help you with your camps or whatever, or you gonna just. You know, that's one hell of a sidekick, though. What? Right. That, that you go on to work and then you get that call. You yeah. want to make 34 G's real quick? I mean, if you got it to that level, then yeah, you can work things out. It has been people that work things out and they 3, buy 3,400. They My buy 34 G's. I mean, either way, it's either been, way. It's been calls like that, too. You know, guys, I know that they fought one time for 5,000, then the next fight was for 50,000. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It, that jump, I know what you're talking about, that jump. It, it, it has happened, you know, and guys have turned it around, but then the average fighter doesn't learn how to manage money. Mm-hmm. So I'm going I'm to always say that lifestyle, that lifestyle is not real. Of being this big playboy just because you win a couple fights. No. What's a blue chip? I was going to ask that too. <laughs> a blue chip is like, um, say out of 100 top five to be the, the best top five guys. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm saying like a blue chip fighter. So in boxing, you got 12 weight classes. So if you rank number one out of those 12 weight classes, each guy, that's like a blue chip fighter. That's, a, you know, top guy. Oh, mm. okay. I know I can't wait till the next uh, boxing game come out because I'm, I'm amped to, yeah. to play the game. I'm not about to get in the ring. I don't know why they be You don't know how to fight no better now because he just sat here and broke <laughs> down. I can't, but it makes still me trash. want to climb that ladder because before when the boxing games or whatever came out, you like you didn't, you didn't want to take those steps. You just wanted to get in the ring and knock somebody out. Yeah. Right. I can't wait to hit those virtual reality bags and get my man strong from the rooted. I got a question for you. The fights without big names in them, the, f- the fights without big names in them yeah. that people might consider boring fights, right? And it's not a it's not a lot of heavy hitting or knockouts, but it's an actual strategic match. What would you point out for people to watch, to look out for, to enjoy those type of fights? Um, the tactics and the tempo. Look for who's, um to see who's um setting the pace, um who's keeping control, you know? Because the, the kind of fight you're talking about you, where two guys are forced to use their skills mm-hmm. because, you like you said, nobody getting knocked out. Right. Nobody about to just get beat. You know, By get beat defensive out. fight, they yeah. jabbing, they jabbing, they yeah. stepping, they moving. So you're looking, that's what you call a chess match. So you're looking to see who's the smarter guy, oh, who's the more okay. composed, you know? Yeah. Who's easing their way in to slowing the guy down, you know? Oh, okay. All right. I'm wearing them down. Yeah. Basically, just getting the upper hand. Okay. Because yeah. I, I struggle. I remember we went to a... Uh, was you there, Flo? When we went to that boxing match and train yeah. at the yeah. arena? Yep. Uh, we booed some motherfuckers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, I did anyway. Nah, but, they were, but they were actually born. But then I, afterwards, I thought about it. I was like, was I, was it born or was I really watching? Was it too technical? You know what I'm saying? No, it's a such thing as born, though. 
two guys acting like they don't want to hit each other. Everybody waiting. Yeah, Nobody want to make that mistake. Yeah. That's what we're booing. Like, we're not right. doubting their technique because yeah. they're your professionals. Yeah. You know? But don't sit in that ring and wait and for... And not throw a punch. Right. Because right. now it's like, I right. did pay to get in here. Not doing your job. Not yeah. doing your job. I yeah. did pay to get in here. <laughs> but some fights are like that, though, where no. they're actually being... Tactical and strategic, and they might not be hitting or landing, but they're throwing. Yeah. It's just taking a minute to get around the defense or yeah. to get the right well, combo or whatever. Of respect. You know, yeah. One guy's super fast, but the other guy's powerful. Then the fast guys. Yeah. You, you don't want to get hit. Yeah, he's not going to do too much. Too I can't, many people watching. I can't wait till Creed guy. 2 come out. That shit going to be raw. Son, we get our revenge, man. That shit going to be raw. Son got to die. <laughs> Baby Creed versus Dra- Drago Jr.? That shit going to be fire. That's going to be fire. Yeah. Now... I was talking to you on the way up here. I know that you work with the young girl, Bird. Yeah. Um, is that your only female client that you have, or no? That's um. Well, Bird is an MMA fighter, meaning she 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 also practices uh, jujitsu, mm-hmm. uh, Muay Thai. Boxing. Muay Thai is fucking hard. No, Muay Thai, that shit was dude. Muay Thai boxing and Russian. Look so at her. She fuck. She um she's six years old. She'll be seven oh. in August. Um, she cause she's considered what I like to call like a prodigy because she picks up so easy and her mannerisms. She like she if you ask her to be a fighter, she's gonna turn right into a fighter. And she forgets she. She's girl. six years old. And mm-hmm. She's into all those different fighting styles. Yes, that's crazy. She's looking to be later on. I, mean, I need a bodyguard, man. She taking applications. <laughs> <herself>. <laughs> she definitely a try though. She's crazy. Yeah. Damn. What advice would you have for like female boxers or fighters? Um, take it serious. Don't don't look at it a thing like. A lot of girls they try to use it for the odds. Oh, I'm using it for fitness reasons. But know that you can defend yourself and know that you can learn something. So, you know, take it serious, learn and get in shape and you know, really really try to feel what what happens if you push yourself, push your body. You know, a lot of girls they come in and quit. I wanna box now. <laughs> I wanna fight though. It's just like I I I I've always been like the thing I like about boxing matches the most is when the uh, what's it? The twenty four seven access. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I love watching joints. I'm like, yo, damn! Idea. Like he ran for how long? And he yeah. threw how many punches? He's the back. How many times? You know what be fire when they be doing the um the punching with the dip and they be knowing when the dip and all of that. Oh, with the hand mitts combination. Hand mitts. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a it's like a technique. I, I don't routine. know how they do it. It's routine. It's a routine. But when you watch it, you be like, like yeah. Mayweather be looking at you. And yeah. he be dipping mm-hmm. And he be in there like Yo Yeah that is fire yeah, I want to like that a lot Memorize it over the years Yeah Bitch what Nick, Who's the um Who's your favorite fighter right now Right now Right now Um I'm gonna say uh Honestly I like Tevin Farmer from Philly Okay Because he's He was a guy that I used to see on Temple Track and he didn't have no support. And he used to just say, he used to look at me and be like, I'm going to do it. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to make a name. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to push myself. I'm really... And then you know what? He got a little help, but he really went in there and fought for it. Trained hard, got in the best shape, and changed his record around. He was 7-4 and four 
um, before he went on his run, and now he's twenty, like twenty four and four. Mm, stretched on him. It's hard not to root for him, especially when you use same yeah. both on. Um. So yeah, so you know. Wow, like, that's, that's what's like up. My favorite fighter, right? Tony now. Farmer, you said? And no, uh, Tevin. Tevin, excuse yeah, me. Tevin, yeah. Tevin Farmer. Okay. Now, who do you think is the best boxer right now? Um, after Mayweather, it's Andre Ward. After Andre Ward, I would say um, Terrence Crawford. Those are two new names I haven't heard those names before Yeah, Andre Ward They call him uh, Son of God He was the uh, last Olympic gold medalist From America Male And um, Terrence Crawford Was an Olympic alternate He never actually made the team He was like runner up Okay but, um, real, real good fighter Real um, slick um, He could fight Southpaw Orthodox He switched his style up um, Skinny guy but powerful Mm. I got a question. I just thought of it. Yeah. Adrian Broner. Yeah. What happened with him? Do you think that he was too busy trying to live in Mayweather's shadow or he wasn't that nice? It wasn't it wasn't so much the shadow, it was the timing. Um the the cameras sometimes the cameras could shake you up in different ways. He he was seeming to be taking it okay, but taking it too far. Mm-hmm. When I believe when he went on that tour one summer and it blew him up weight wise. And then he stopped fighting at 135 pounds and he blew up to 147. You, you kind of jumped Different. up too fast. Yeah. You're still young. You're still dealing with your 23-year-old bones. You know, now you're going to jump up two weight classes when you wasn't naturally supposed to go just yet. But that one summer blew him up. So I think what happened to Broner was he was living a rock star life. You know, mm-hmm. he's doing what a lot of young guys do. Um, he got caught up. Um, forgot what, what, what got him there, which was the hard work, the skills. And um, you know, he had to pay for it. I guess what I was I mean about agree. Yeah. I guess what I was yeah. mean about the Mayweather thing was, you know, Mayweather was on his way out the door. Yeah. Kinda had like one or two fights left, maybe three. Yeah. But then you had Adrian Broner, he kinda like, like passing the mantle kind of thing. Yeah, not saying that he wasn't being himself, but I think he saw how uh, 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 Mayweather moved and figured I need to jump on that opportunity because yeah. that's the only way that I'm gonna make the billions because that's what his slogan all yeah. about the billions. Yeah, how can I make money and be a star like Mayweather and that's talk that talk like him? I don't know if he would have um, done would, that without Mayweather. Well, I believe it had this. You got to think about it again. Mayweather was not just a kid born to fight. He was born to a family, like a, almost right. like a royal family. See, you know that. I'm thinking Adrian Broner didn't know that. Like, yeah. when people, like, see, you know that? How you breaking it down? Yeah. But when you watch Mayweather, the only thing you thinking is, I'm going to be like him. Yeah. But you don't know what he took yeah. to get there. To get there. The guys like that always get treated the worst in the house because they not, it's not being turned off. The, the athlete is not being turned off. Right, and, and you think that that's why him and his dad kind of got into it a lot? Well, probably because it it's probably a, boxing, it's probably like home thing. They probably sitting around, boy, you don't know shit because you don't know me you know to go take me fishing. You don't know me, right? So let's go out to the movies. You just know me as this dog. Mm. I'm your dog. I'm your son. You pump me out, but you treat me like a dog. Mm. Everything is about defense, offense, defense. It's about fighting. Obsessed with it. Like, he that never played yeah. basketball for a basketball team. He never played for a football team. Always boxing. Mm. So I don't know my dad as my dad. I know him as my coach. I know yeah. him as the guy who raised me. And so yeah, it's gonna be some type of animosity. And we did an episode a few weeks ago about cool dads, cool uncles, and that's where Uncle Roger comes into play. Right. You know, dad wasn't there, but I got this cool ass uncle. See, the uncle, the uncle was the champ. So he know a chant when he see one. Mm. The dad is the dad, and he never actually was chant. So he more so, I want to 
I want to make sure he champ. Mm-hmm. My uncle, like, I know he champ. Okay. Look at him. Ain't nobody that fast. Ain't nobody that sharp. Ain't nobody that slick. Come on. And then on top of that, the uncle, like, you know what I'm saying? The uncle plays a pivotal part because the uncle is the segue between the right. son and the dad. Like, but when the bullshit is going on here, he's still telling them shit that dad right. would tell him, right. but he's putting the uncle twist on him. So he's still getting the same, you know what I'm saying? Those, right. those seeds are still getting planted. And what I love about Mayweather's story is nobody else ever filled that spot. It was either the father or the uncle. It's always family. Yeah. It never was some. Some guy just saying, oh, I got some money, man. I want to invest. Or, hey, man, I know what I'm talking about. Hey, man, you train with me, you'll be the best. No, it was his family. They knew. Like, what we got here is different. Mm. Watch what we do with it. And that's what I love about his story. Oh, shit, man. (laughs) Nigga, bring the goddamn mitts out, goddammit. (laughs) I should have brought my stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Now, who are are some of your top personal influences? Personal influences? Mm. I like Bruce Lee. I like Bob Marley. Bob, I like um, Bob Marley's a great influence. I like man. Ali, so is Ali. I like Denzel Washington, um, Johnny Depp. People, people that just live their life. They live, they live who they are. Like they're not trying to be like anybody. Those are the kind of people I influence. By. That's a good question. For, I want to ask that question to y'all too. Well, my top and personal influences, mm-hmm. my grandma. <laughs> um, Shout out to grandma. Yeah, that's my best friend. She's Gotta love grandma's. Um, dang, I wish I would have had more time to think. I honestly don't know. Mm. I know I never like just thinking off the top. I can't think of anyone who I like look up to as because I I never looked at um I, like celebrities for inspiration really yeah. because it's like I don't. That's why the whole like being obsessed over what these celebrities do and like all these ongoing debates I like I just I can't relate because it's like I don't know these motherfuckers they don't know me like I've never I don't have I have no idols like yeah I I I don't consider them idols but I consider them people I I can relate to because even though they was real big famous people they it was people that allow other people to touch them yeah, mm-hmm. they wasn't just famous. Like Bob Marley was sitting, huts Bob Marley, yeah, and smooth with you know what I mean. Like he, he used to say, "No man bigger than no man." Like that's how I, that's how I live. Like I don't think nobody greater than another person. It's just you. Are you able to discover your talents? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what separates us. People, some people just they just like, All right, I'm not living this life that I think I want to live. Fucking, I'm gonna live like how everybody else want me to live. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna go out here and fake like I want to. I'm gonna buy a car and. I'm really renting the car. I mean, I'm really, you know, whatever. I'm giving up a bill every month when I'm acting like I'm owning the car. I'm really going to rent a house, act like I own a house. Like, it's people just too much. And you, mm. you live how you want to live. You know what I'm saying? If, if you being respect, respectful to yourself, or if you just live how you want, you respect other people's space, then, you know, be who you Do are. Do you. Yeah. It's facts. That's how I feel. I feel the same way about Bob Marley, man. You yeah. can never... It's just the way he lived Was just mad chill yeah. Like I don't want no problems I want everybody to be Just in love And just in, in, in blessings This yeah. The world is fucked it's up It's like Malcolm X When he came back from Mecca And he found out that White is white Muslims Right Shit like that Like damn I was being taught Something else But to go see for myself mm. You know what I'm saying Those type of people I like Because I, don't, I, I guess I brought them up Because Because of course My mom and my dad Would be personal But the influences on me from them is so crazy, you know? Right, right. It made me, but it's like crazy. <laughs> like my dad was a, addicted to drugs, young. Uh he 
at the same time, he lied a lot to me. He would, you know what I'm saying? He was weird because he would do a bunch of bad shit, but tell me he loved me. Then my mom would all out take care of me mm-hmm. and wouldn't tell me she loved me. Mm. Oh, so yeah. it was like, weird. damn, that is crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy weird, to understand. I had a weird upbringing. Like, I you know never what like Damn, that. yo, that's super shit. crazy. Like, my mom's tough as shit. My mom, like, the toughest lady I know. My Shout dad. out to Miss Felicia. That's my girl <laughs> for life. You know what I'm saying? My dad is like mm. a. It's like a genius, but he out of his mind. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a crazy dynamic. Shit. I never heard nobody break that down like that before. Yeah, that's so it's true. like you know they influence us, yeah. but it's, it's weird being around them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I love them. They my, my, my dad. You know what I'm gonna do? Facts. <laughs> right. Facts. Bruh. You got more questions written down on your notebook? Um. Did you? I don't know if you answered this. When we gonna see you in the ring again? Um. I'm never get that call, right? I'm thinking November, November December. Okay. November, December. Do you know I'm where yet? Or you know? Nah, the schedule always crazy. Oh, yeah. Do they be know. far? I don't know. They be far? I or flew, I flew as far as California, mm-hmm. uh, New York, California, New York, Ace, uh, Atlantic City, Connecticut, uh, Virginia, D.C., Baltimore. Uh, I never fought in Florida or Texas. No. Mm-hmm. Vegas, I never fought, but I coached a fight in Vegas, coached some fights in Cali, stuff like that. Okay, that's what's up. God damn, that shit sound lit. Right. Um, that's all I got. Plug yourself. What are your like upcoming projects? Like I said, I know, like, are, I don't know if you're allowed to talk about that. Like, who are you training? Like, do they have any upcoming fights? Well, I was recently working with Gabriel Rosado. He was actually in Creed. He was playing the um, Sperino, the Italian kid. That was in the gym, like just training when they bought. Was that when he first? Yeah, yeah, is yeah. that when he first got in the ring? He was yeah. like, I can take him. That was that that part? Guy, like big guy, like big, uh, at the one gym when he remember when the guy, the dad was the trainer. Yeah, and then they was trying to ask him they trained there, but he was acting kind of funny towards him. Yeah, and yeah. So the so the kid that he was training that was wearing the yellow and black. His name is Gabriel Rosado. So I was just recently working with him, but we kind of cut ties because you know like schedule differences. So it's like, right. I mean, go mm-hmm. ahead. Do what you gotta do, and I'm gonna do what I gotta do. You know what I mean? Okay. But you know, I've been working with a few guys. What's your uh, social media handles? Your IG. Um, my Instagram is Greg Hackett eighty six, and my um Facebook is Greg Hackett. We gonna have all that in the show notes. I learned a lot about boxing. <laughs> I, I did. I now, did too. I want to run now. It, but right. it's, it's crazy, right? The things <laughs> that you learn about boxing is not what you thought. You got to work on that. You know what I mean? You got to work on them, them you know what I mean? Your the, legs. The fundamentals. Your, and your heart yeah. and all that first. Yeah. A lot of times, people just want to go in there. Like, when I do kickboxing, they make us do 15 minutes of crazy cardio. Right. By the time you get to the boxing and the kicking. You one did as hell. Fuck that. You barely yeah. hit the shit. I had a friend. He used to do Muay Thai, and I used to just go for the workouts. I used to be mad as shit. Yeah. Going through those workouts, that shit is hard. Right. I just want to skip the cardio and just hit the bag, but it ain't like that. But that's why most of that shit be a lifestyle. Like, if you're going to pick up and do it, you got to adapt it into your life. Like, just you pick up some some gloves, be like, you know what? I'm a boxer today. It becomes the army at one point. Right. Because the eating is that strict. Sleeping is that strict. Running and everything. Hey man, I listen. listen. Out, if if a boxer sleep. get eight hours of sleep a night, sign me the fuck up. <laughs> I need that. <laughs> you had me sold at fourteen. You lost fourteen pounds in two weeks. I need that workout. Plan. I did um shit. When you're young, you could do crazy. Like one time, my second fight, I lost. Um, I remember getting to Atlantic City. I was 177 pounds. I had to weigh in 64 or 65. 
I um, ran an hour before I got on the scale on the, on the boardwalk. I had a sauna suit on, scully and shit. I lost 11 pounds in like an hour and a half. Mm, what and the fuck? But of course you eat it back on. Right. Yeah. But I swear, man. I, I need that, that workout plan and that diet plan because nah, guess what? Kill you. Fuck that. That's <laughs> just, that should sound dangerous. <laughs> to run I'll fuck around and pass out yeah, I can't face first in the sand so we we good right yeah so this episode is gonna drop Sunday hopefully we on Spotify by then I'm gonna keep checking shout hopefully. out to Spotify yeah shout out to Spotify fuck what they talk about <laughs> I ain't got the app so fuck them Oh, I'm sorry. Christ. Edit that out. Oh, oh. Go say that I shit. Go say that shit on the pod panel. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the pod panel. Yo. Yes, John, Jackie, and Rain. Funny as hell. Hey y'all. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for coming, Greg. Thanks yeah, for man. Appreciate you, you coming. Appreciate yeah. You. So, do you pick up one more? Do you pick up people to train? Like, can people hit you on social oh, media yeah, and like, yo, sure. I'm trying to figure out how to get my shit right. Yeah, yada, every yada. week I got like people hit me up. You know what I mean? Okay. Sometimes they come check me out. Sometimes they don't. Now, will you train just for like physical shit. fitness or? Yeah. Okay. I do have people that I just train just to keep them in shape or they want to, you know, just better themselves as far as working out. You know? Better ourselves? Yeah. When you from Skid Row, ain't no such thing. <laughs> this motherfucker funny as hell. God, but we out, man. This is episode 95, man. Thank episode y'all. 95 podcast, brothers, man. We got the homie Kayla in the building and the homie Greg Hackett. Thank you. Got him. Greg Hackett. <laughs> I just want to make sure I had it right, man. Um, episode 95, this is your boy Fresco. I'm Floor 700. This is Kayla. <laughs> Great hacking. Yeah, man. We out of space. Thank you. <laughs>
want entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Alexa, play Whitney Houston. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get access to over 50 million songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.